Find your passion on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. Accounting and bookkeeping mistakes destroy thousands of small businesses every single day. Bookkeeping doesn't have to be hard. Turn to the number one invoicing software for small businesses. Start for free today at servnomaster.com backslash FreshBooks. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. I'm enjoying another peaceful afternoon outside in nature, and I'm really excited about today's lesson. I want to take you somewhere really happy, somewhere really joyous and exciting. There are some birds making some noises. Hopefully, this location I've chosen today is quiet enough that we can get a nice recording. What I want to talk to you about today, there's a bird just going crazy here, suddenly. As soon as I start, this bird is just howling, so we're going to try another spot. Just walk a little further up the beach and see what happens. This is the real challenge of where I live. One of the biggest challenges I face with recording these podcasts is finding a place that's quiet enough. I live on a tropical island. Right now on the beach, I can't see a single other person. And you never really discover how noisy the world in which we live is until you want to record a quiet podcast. I spend most of my time before these episodes walking around, trying to find a spot on the beach where I can't hear anyone hammering, using a saw, or too much road noise. Just now I was trying another spot and there was a really loud bird. On this tropical island, for some reason, everyone takes the muffler off their motorcycle to make them as loud as possible. And unfortunately, as happens when you're dealing abroad and you're dealing with other countries, the police don't do anything. There's no enforcement of traffic laws here. There's no enforcement of any type of noise control. So people make their motorcycles as loud as possible. I'm not really sure why, but it's pretty consistent. Everyone also disables the speedometer on their motorcycles. Those are the two things I've really noticed. They spend more time weakening rather than improving their machines. But fortunately, I think I've found a spot where it's not too loud. There's not too much road noise. Hopefully you can hear me over the birds. And I want to talk today about finding your passion. It's so important to work on something you love. And one of the challenges I get a lot of emails about, people ask me, how do I find something I'm passionate about? How do I know what I want to do in five or 10 years? I was very passionate about teaching for a long time. I actually love helping people, which is why I've moved into the industry I'm in right now. I'm still a teacher. The only difference is I now control the university. I've taught in high schools, grammar schools, colleges, and postgraduate. I've taught at all four levels throughout my teaching career. And what I hate is the institution. Just this morning, I was speaking with my girlfriend and then my father about how I plan to educate my children. We're now moving to that point where I want to really plan for my children's educational development. And it's hard. It's hard to find that perfect plan. Now, in a couple of episodes, not tomorrow, not in the next episode, but the one after that, we'll go into detail about that experience. But I really am not a big believer in the college experience anymore. I talk about this in Servant Master of the Book. I talk about this on the blog. This is not a surprise if you've been with me for a while. The cost of education is so extreme and it takes so long to pay it off. I stopped being passionate about it. Everything became about politics. Even with my final job, when I was in charge of six other teachers running a small department, the amount of infighting and backbiting I experienced was a nightmare. Very few people cared about the student experience, cared about the end of the journey. It became very selfish, as people are wont to do, 
whenever you introduce bureaucracy, you decrease the quality experience for everyone. So I lost my passion for teaching. When I left my teaching career behind, I wasn't disappointed at all. I have no desire to go back. The thought of standing in front of a classroom where if I say the wrong thing or I teach the wrong part of a lesson, people can tell on me and get me fired or complain about me. All of those things, right? The students have more power than the teachers in most situations in postgraduate education. You have to follow these specific rules. You have to follow these specific paradigm. You have to teach in a certain way. Even if you find a method that's more effective, if it's not officially sanctioned or it's not officially the way you're supposed to teach or if it's not the official textbook, you're not allowed to use it. All of these rules burned out my passion for teaching and I transferred into a world where I can teach and have total control. There's no one who has any oversight over these lessons I'm sharing with you. It's me. The buck stops with me. I'm in total control of my destiny. Finding your passion, it starts with asking yourself a few key questions. When I want to find out what someone's passionate about, I say to them, never had to work again. If you had enough money in your life that you never had to go into an office again, you could do whatever you wanted and no one would ever judge you, question you, or say anything bad about what you do. What would you spend the rest of your life doing? This is a question I developed when I was a single guy and I started asking people a lot, asking women a lot, because I wanted to find someone who was on the same page as me, someone who had a passion in their life. And I discovered that people give really three types of answers. One type of answer that's very common is the totally selfish person, the person who just wants to buy more things, who wants to acquire as many things as they can. I would buy more houses, I would buy more shoes, I would buy this, I would buy that. There's a certain number of people that that's their answer. They're passionate about buying things. And for me, when I was dating, that was an instant sign that I would never want to see that person again. I could never be in a relationship with someone who only cared about acquisitions. Now there are plenty of men and plenty of women both who have this mindset. It's just not me. It's not someone I want to be with. I've dated women like this. One of my last girlfriends before the one I'm with now was obsessed with spending as much money as possible, buying as much stuff as possible, and caught up in that lifestyle. And I'm very glad that relationship ended because that's not where I want to be in life. That's not who I am. But that's one type of passion. And for those people, it's still possible to build a career around your passion. You can create a blog where you review everything that you like. You talk about fashion, you create a fashion Instagram. There's all sorts of things you can do in a more entertainment or education-based direction. Rather than teaching, you mostly review other products and say what you like about this, what you don't like about that, point out good qualities and bad qualities, all of those things. You can go in that direction. The second type of answer that people often give is a change the world answer. I want to do this type of charity. And people have a very wide variety of answers. A lot of people are passionate about different types of charities. They want to help. I knew one girl, she was a makeup artist, and she wanted to, I didn't fully understand it, unfortunately, but it had something to do with helping children through making them look better. It was, it's actually a type of therapy that I didn't know about, but it was a real type of therapy, something to do with like beauty-based therapy or something like that. So people can have really unique passions and really neat directions they want to take their charity in. The third type of answer is people who have a passion for travel. That's a very common answer. Those are the three most common answers I've ever experienced. Every answer I heard from anyone fit into one of those three categories. And with each of those three categories, we can start to find the passion that will fund your ability to travel, or you could be someone who blogs about traveling. Those blogs exist. I read them all the time. When I'm thinking about traveling somewhere else, I look up information from people who live there who travel a lot about those locations. There are people who travel the world as families and blog about the family travel experience. There's single people that do it. There's people in relationships that do it. All sorts of them. And I find someone who's similar to me. I used to follow a single guy traveler. Now I look for family travelers because it's different. 
Flying on a plane with two young children, as you know, is very challenging, and I don't want to be the parent whose children are crying on the plane. So my thoughts and concerns about traveling are completely different. You need to decide if you're someone who your passion is built around doing or observing. The more you pay attention to what you like doing, the easier it is to find the answer to this powerful question. I like a lot of things. I like surfing. I like kayaking. I like riding around in boats. I like stand-up paddling. I like riding my bike. But I'm really passionate about my work. And this whole project, everything on Serve to Master, is me teaching about my work. It's me talking about what I already do. So I found a way to express my passion. When I have extra time, I sometimes have to resist the urge to do extra work. Other people, when they have free time, want to go for a swim or want to go for another surf or watch a TV show, I want to jump back on the computer and work more. In fact, right now, my son is taking a little nap in, the, in my bedroom, so I thought, hey, I'll go record this episode. Rather than grabbing free time or something like that, my desire was to get a little more work done because I love recording these episodes. I'm passionate about what I do. You can also actively seek out your passion, and this is something that I teach to a lot of people who are single and kind of trying to find a passion in their lives. It's very important for the single people in my audience and in my relationship books to find a passion because then that's how they can become more attractive. That's how they can connect with the, their emotional state. Women often complain that men don't talk about their emotions and the way for a man to do that is to find a hobby he's passionate about and then when he talks about it, the way he talks will be in real connective emotional language. It's a way to teach men to be emotional without it being too emotional. What you can do is dedicate the next year of your life to finding your great passion. What I recommend and what I think is very valuable is to pick one day a week and say every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. I'm going to try something new until I find my passion. And you go and try another activity every week. In every city in America, in every city in the West, there are social clubs, sports clubs, adult activity leagues. There are city and state sponsored activities. There are a lot more things your government spends money on than you realize. There are adult kickball leagues. There are adult handball leagues. There are adult dodgeball leagues. There are adult softball leagues. There's frisbee leagues, frisbee golf, ultimate frisbee, all these different types of sports. There's lots and lots of activities you can find if you simply go to meetup.com or go to Google, Bing, Yahoo, and type in adult activities in the name of your city. There's the learning annex. There are adult learning centers where they offer classes in wine tasting. I don't know if they do cigars, but they might. There's classes in different types of art. I love art. I just don't have a lot of time for it. I'm a painter and I love doing pastels. I don't do it very much because I express my artistic creativity right now through my writing. But I always have an artistic passion in my life. You may find that that's what you love. Once you spend some time trying out lots and lots of things, the thing you want to go back to every week, you know what, I was supposed to do hang gliding this week, but I want to go back to the painting class. I want to go back to painting again and again. You've now found your passion. It's the thing you want to do when you have free time. The thing you want to do more than watch television. And you can proactively find it. In fact, trying passions can be your passion. I'm a hobby collector. I am moderately to advanced medium skilled in dozens of hobbies. I can do a lot of things. I can do archery, horse riding. I can shoot just about any type of gun in the world. I don't own a gun. I've never owned a gun. But there are places especially where I grew up, where you can go and rent a gun at the gun range, use it at the gun range, then you leave it there and you go home. So you know how to use it as a tool. And many people find it's actually a lot of fun. I like anything like that. I like the batting cages. I like 
golf ranges, I like the shooting range, I like the archer range, all of these things where you go do something at a target and you leave the equipment there and you go home. I like those. You could create an entire business around exploring different hobbies and be very, very successful. That could be your passion, trying new things. You could develop an entire following, a nice tribe of a thousand people who love to hear about your adventures every week. Almost like an amazing TV show. And in fact, they have some TV shows that are like that, don't they? Where you follow someone who is trying different things or traveling the world and either loves traveling or hates traveling. They have those. Finding your passion is just about putting in a little effort. And in fact, even if you say, you know what, I just want to sit on the TV and watch, I sit on the couch, watch television all night, I don't want to go anywhere. Well, then your passion could be television. I listen to all of the bad movie podcasts. I've mentioned this a few times. I shift between them. There's three really big ones that I know about. And all of them, unfortunately, inject unnecessary politics into their episodes. So I would love to hear one where it wasn't people constantly mentioning their political beliefs when it's completely irrelevant. Very recently, I listened to a podcast where the guys talked very disparagingly about one actor for being a Republican, but another actor who got caught with a young child doing something horrible, they just call it his troubles and they continue to watch his movies. Now for me personally, hurting a child is far worse than your political beliefs. So listening to people on an entertainment podcast go so beyond the pale is a little bit annoying for me. It's like, man, just talk about the movie, okay? Don't keep hating on someone for political beliefs when you're okay for someone who was convicted. This isn't an accusation, this is someone who was convicted of the crime. I don't understand that. So there's opportunity, no matter what you're interested in, to really talk about those things, to develop an entire product, an entire story. The right type of podcast, entertainment podcast, can become very successful. Some of those podcasts have been around for five or six years, and it took them three or four years before they started making money, started finding their audience. They just put in the time and they put in the effort. Recently, someone I know was complaining that they're an expert in their field, but they can't get anyone to listen to them. And he started telling a story about someone who was a lot less than them, but the guy put up a video on YouTube every single day for six months. And after six months, he started making money. And I said, well, why don't you do the same thing? It's not the knowledge, it's the effort. Become passionate about not just your content, but also your medium of delivery. I've always really liked writing blog posts. And now you'll notice my blog post count is way down because I'm so busy recording these episodes. I record five podcast episodes a week, which almost no solo podcasters do in this format. But I love it. I love creating content. I love connecting with you, telling these stories, standing here in the ocean. I get to do this without having to sit at the computer. It's really fun for me. It's really a pleasure. I'm sitting here. If you could see what I see, you'd understand everything I say in a second. What I'm looking at is so beautiful. Perfect clouds, perfect waves. Not a person in sight. Actually, if I look to my right, about two or three kilometers away, there's a couple of boats where I think people are surfing. It's far enough away that I'm not sure if there's anyone on the boats. That's it. That's amazing. My passion for traveling led me to developing a career that would allow that. I wanted to move to this island three years ago. I was passionate about here. And my girlfriend developed a plan where we changed my business. My business model used to be very interactive. I used to do a lot of webinars and send out a lot of live emails, communicate with people a lot. When we visited here three years ago, the power would go out for two or three days. The internet would go out for four or five days. So I developed a business really focused on Amazon, which would allow me to keep making money even if the power went out. Now, since I've moved here, the infrastructure is very strong. I have two high-speed internet connections. The power does go out. The power went out today five or six times for a few seconds at a time. So you do still have the flickers with the power, but where I live has a generator. So even though I developed this entire plan for this island, once I moved back here, the infrastructure was strong enough. My plan was no longer totally necessary. We have total control over our priorities. Every time 
you say to me, you don't have time to work on something. You don't have time for that. I want you to be honest with yourself and look at how you spend your time throughout the day. Do you watch television? Do you watch movies? How much time do you spend in the car? If you have a long commute to work, you could instantly become the commuting podcaster where you tell stories and record yourself talking just in the car. You can use time proactively. I know most of my listeners listen to this podcast in the car. It's a way to effectively absorb knowledge. This is how you can take you to the next level. You don't have to listen to me every day. I would love for you to twice a week record your episodes and become proactive, start creating content. You can use that time proactively. It's about finding the opportunities and when you're locked into your passion, when you actually love what you do, it becomes a lot easier to prioritize that time. That's why this journey is so important. That's why finding what you're passionate about is so important. Where I live, everyone is passionate about surfing. They all want to surf and everyone surfs all the time. Most people drop out of school. People come from all over the world to live here and sleep on hammocks or sleep in tents all the time just so they can surf as much as possible. But none of them, not a single person on this island, has transitioned that passion into any type of career. There's no surf blogs from around here. There's no, there's one surf photographer, but he just tries to get tourists to pay him to take pictures of them surfing. He's not building an amazing surf blog or building an amazing catalog of photos or any of those kind of next level things like we teach about. It's not creating books, stories, or pictures about surfing. That's where you take your passion and turn your career. Passion alone isn't enough. That's what I really want you to connect with. Having a passion is great, and that does help you with your career, but you also have to be willing to put in a little bit of effort and talk about your passion, teach about your passion. I love writing books. I really do. But I haven't written anything in, gosh, maybe 10 days. I finished my, yeah, I finished my last book last week, then I sent it to the editor, and I haven't started working on the next book. So for me, that's a really long time. For most people, that doesn't sound like a lot of downtime. I normally have two days in between books at most. I've been working on a lot of video projects, a lot of rebuilding my website. As you know, I'm still going through that journey of trying to fix it. Oh man, I changed and fixed a bunch of things this morning that found out I did them wrong and had to redo everything, had to redo two hours of work. I just want the website to be perfect. And in fact, the problem with my website is the main reason I'm slowing down the launch of my next book. I would have put it up on Amazon already, except for I want the follow-up pages, just like surfmaster.com backslash book looks amazing. I want to do the same for Orbit, which is the book that, which is the page that has all the additional information about the next book. I haven't had as much time to invest in that page because I am changing my website over. So it's effort combined with passion. We talked a lot about over some of the recent episodes, developing that energy, that effort, that motivation, and unlocking it. When you combine my system, my engine, with passion, and then you put your effort in there, you're going to be very successful. My system works. Anyone who follows my system, anyone who releases books following my methodology, finds success. It's something I'm very excited about, something that I know can happen for you. And I want to give you each of the little keys that are going to get you there. When you find your passion, it becomes a lot easier. Some people go too far down the path where they find something they're really passionate about that no one else cares about. I've told you before, and we've talked about this in the research message lessons, you do have to find something other people want to hear about and care about. So we do have to find the intersection of passion and profits. But it starts by finding things that you're passionate about. I don't use every single medium for delivering content. I don't record a lot of videos. I don't record a lot of live action videos. Most of my videos are screen capture videos. They're videos of me demonstrating things or slideshow presentations. I don't do a lot of videos of my face. 
I just recorded a couple of videos for one of my publishers and it was a total nightmare dealing with lighting. So that reminded me of why I don't do it very much. It's so hard to get the lighting perfect. And even after I put in all this effort recorded in the sun, got sunburned, one of the editors complained to me, the photo editor, the video editor guy. And I said, look, I'm not redoing it. It's hard enough. I don't do a lot on YouTube. I'm not very active on YouTube. I'm not very active on every social media platform. Now I am expanding more and more. And if you're listening to this episode a little bit in the future, my social media will get stronger and stronger, but it's impossible for a single person to be an expert at everything. I don't record a lot of YouTube videos about writing books. If you were passionate about making videos and writing books, that could be your angle. That could be what you do. And it could be very powerful. That's a direction you can go in. You just need to start with passion. Get really motivated and excited about where your journey can take you and think about how you can unlock freedom, unlock your future, and start putting in that effort. Find the path to profits. All of the little steps in this process I've covered throughout previous episodes of this podcast. I've given you every single tool that you need. It's just about taking action. Our choices reveal reality. People often tell me that they're writers, but they've never written a word. They've never published a book. They've never shown anything they've written. You're not a writer unless you've written. You're not really a writer unless your words are out there. Some people write an entire novel and then they throw it on a blog or they put it on a free website because they're afraid no one will pay for it. They still haven't crossed that finish line. It's the difference between the amateur and the professional. And in our society, it's very easy now with technology to become a professional. You just have to flip the switch. So I want you to dedicate yourself as you're thinking about today's lesson before you jump to the next lesson or jump back and listen to some of the past to really dedicate yourself to finding that passion you want to build your career about. What do you want to write books about? What do you want to make videos about? What type of business do you want to build? And find where your passion and profit intersect. And that's how you can build a successful and profitable business. That's how you can unlock your future, unlock the finances you need, the freedom you need. And very soon, just by following your passion, you could be living on an amazing tropical island, just like I do. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Follow me at facebook.com backslash serve no master.